This is a crowd podcast. A huge thank you to today's Patreon sponsor, Grace Johnson. Thank you so, so much, Grace. We really appreciate you and your support. If you'd like to join our Patreon and help keep the show going, head to patreon.com forward slash go love yourself for more information. Membership starts from £1 a week and you'll get access to ad-free and early episodes. Or you can also support the show by subscribing on Apple Podcasts. The links to all of those will be in the episode description. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, the podcast where we're all trying to love ourselves a little bit more. The nails are great. Oh, thanks. I did. I went out yesterday because I haven't had them done since holiday. And okay, um, you're good to go. Yeah. Okay, go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get them done for the shy. That was your cue to shut the fuck up and actually like get on with your job. Yeah. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. <laughs> everyone we're in person today and uh we're feeling chatty we're very yeah, we're, we're feeling, feeling chatty very chatty lauren is the most annoying <laughs> like that she's ever been lauren's been saying y'all i don't right honestly i've been saying have you noticed it before and you're just like you fucking i actually what? haven't i'm just very oh, irritable no. today no i haven't noticed it as in oh, like goodness. i'm just very irritable today oh shit i must i think i'm like ovulating <laughs> Um, I always get like really hormonal and hungry, and I'm just a bit overwhelmed. Babe. She's a bit well. What? So what? We're, we're both quite overwhelmed at the minute. There's a lot going on in our outside podcast yes. lives. Yes, yeah. many things. Like yeah. Four hundred thousand things <laughs> for, for both of us. Usually, we like to like coordinate. Mm. One person's mm. whelmed, the other one's fine. Yeah, but we, it's nice that we're sharing our whelms currently. That is well. To be fair, is I mean, it I, nice? I, or is it I have just called you annoying, but before we started recording, she did say, didn't you, that you are feeling less whelmed and that yeah. you'll give all of your positive I vibes I can give you my vibes today which is nice which is nice this is how friendships work but it just means at the minute mostly we're both quite well yeah so we've well, got like lots, lots of work stuff on haven't you work is terrible uh, many things other than <laughs> and other things but it's fine and you're busy um, but we're turning our whelms into chatty we are blah blah blah, blah. and she called me annoying because I say y'all it is, you, She's it's really annoying. upset about it you can't say y'all you're not American it's just <laughs> weird it's just weird. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but you took my muffin off me, didn't you? Like <laughs> I had literally a thumb of muffin. It, Just the, some that more. muffin was as big as your head. It is as big as my left breast. It's yeah, a Costco muffin. And it was ginormous. I gasped when she got it out. <laughs> I was like, the, the muffin, everyone. Lauren, the size of your muffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one said that to me for ages. <laughs> It's been a terrible 2023. I'm oh, no, you need to get back out there. I do. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> don't put that in the room. You need to get back We're out there. We're on YouTube, y'all. And she just don't say y'all blowjobs. <laughs> she just demonstrated blowjobs on the mic, y'all. Sorry, mum. <laughs> Stop it. I will literally leave the she's, room. She's I am gonna, highly irritable. She is. This is hilarious. Look, I won't do that then. That's why. <laughs> Should we get on with it? Should, Should we, we crack on? <laughs> this is nice. It's nice to be in person. It's nice that we can actually be honest as well, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than just, you know, like, we've spoken about this before, but you know, like, I'm hi, really... Han. Hi, Han. How's yeah, you? We're not, hi, um, we're not. I don't know. No, do she's definitely not feeling hi, Han, today, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> she's feeling sassy. Do you know what it is as well? It's because she's rocked up and this is the first time I've ever seen Laura wear something like this. She's wearing a band t-shirt. Oh, she looks yeah. cool as hell. I am cool as hell. You look really... <laughs> Do you not know? She's not getting the memo. And she's wearing the short Uggs that all the cool kids wear. Oh, yeah, mate. You look cool as hell today. Chilly you look great. AF today. Yeah, mate, you look great. Oh, yeah. And Gen I look like I'm proud. going to fucking work. 
Yeah, you do. I do. But I you do. do look pretty. I look pretty, but I look, I'm going to work. Mm. And as I said earlier, it's a good job I've got a pretty face because <laughs> I can't dress myself. <laughs> going to you work. kind of do it like a child, like a. <laughs> Wow, the compliments <laughs> are flying today. You know, like a child with a nice dress, tights and shiny shoes. We play like a child going to a funeral. Don't you? Stop, I can't deal with the compliments. This <laughs> you look like a child. Go, look, I look, I look, I look like I've got a little flowery dress on and my black tights and my shiny shoes. I'm going to a funeral. <laughs> Oh god! Cool. Okay. So you look like you're going to a gig. Yes, yeah, that's why I said cool. gig, yeah. not concert. And I look like a child going to a funeral. <laughs> and on, on that, that note. note- <laughs> <laughs> so we've been doing a bunch more serious stuff this series. We've done BMI. We've done anxiety. We've done binge eating. So we just wanted to have a bit of a chilled one today and a bit of a catch up. And we asked our listeners to ask us some questions. We're going to run through some. I think there's some pretty funny ones in there. Okay, let's get to the questions, shall we? Because you're boring me. Um, <laughs> told you, she's freaking sassy today, one, people. One today. Lauren, this is from uh, one of our listeners called Laura. Hi, Laura. She says, Lauren, would you rather never see another musical again or <gasps> never talk slash read about history again? That is so cruel. Lauren's face right now. She's gone pale, everyone. Pa- sorry, paler. <laughs> She's in sippage. She looks like Casper with hair. A little like a Victorian child going to a funeral. Yeah, no, I know about it. <laughs> I'm so I'm pardon, pardon. Mm. I can never go to see a musical yeah. or never talk about history. Mm-hmm. N- no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I deny. I, I deny the question. I don't consent to the question. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> okay, I would probably ah uh, never. To talk about history again. What's that noise? I know I've got a Richard the Third book in my bag. Oh, <laughs> of course you have. Also, do you want to hear a funny story? Not really. Um, but I'm going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> uh, recently, me and Stace, my friend Stace, were chatting, and she—I can't remember what the context of the conversation was—but she went something like, well, "What about Richard?" And I was like, "The third? She went, "Your ex-boyfriend." <laughs> Oh yes, I had a significant relationship with someone called Richard once, and I immediately went to the third. So anyway, <laughs> maybe it's musicals. I've got to give up musicals then. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I thought you were going to say. Okay, I didn't like that, right? Okay, I'm going to give you an equally horrible question. Are <laughs> you ready, then. young lady? I'm ready. Okay, would you rather never be allowed to eat mini eggs again, or have to be the most Christmassy person ever? Oh, both turn my stomach. The second one more so. The thing is, the thing is, everyone, they are not the only chocolate. And I hate Christmas. And it like if they said like have have a really good Christmassy day, I yeah. probably could you tolerate that. Yeah. But that I'm assuming that means all that's year like round. A Christ- that's like a your November. Nah, I can't Christmas do it. No, up. no, no. So I'd rather forgo mini eggs. That's how much I hate Christmas. I think you need to go away at Christmas. I do as well. I think you should actually go away this year. Fuck this year and just go away. Yeah, we said we might. I think you totally should. Okay. I'll have buddy. That's sorted then. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, next question from our lovely listener called Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Charlie. If you could be in a musical, <gasps> which... <laughs> calm down. Which one would it be and why? Or would Ooh. you make a new one? That's a great <gasps> question, Charlie. Charlie, that's a fantastic question. I actually have the most perfect answer for this. Go. To the point where I actually spoke about it yesterday at work. No. And everyone was like, Lauren, you need to write this musical. And I was like, I know, but I am not gifted in any of these ways. This might be a jukebox musical that you would go to. Go on. I want a Mamma Mia style musical. Hold on. 
Hold, hold your horses mm-hmm. with a brand new story to the music of Mr. George Michael. It's all right. We can't do this <laughs> podcast anymore, Laura. <laughs> what the hell? You went as George Michael to Halloween. I thought you were like Celine right. Dion, like Whitney, Mariah, like Obvious, Adele, obvious, like, obvious. George Michael songs, are you serious? A bit of like Club There's Tropicana. a film, they kind of beat you to it. It's called Last Christmas. I actually quite like it. It's got Amelia Clark in it, who I love. It's a good time, so I like him a lot. What would you be in? Mm, Heather's is probably one of my favourite musicals. I thought that'd be really fun to be in. Would be Veronica? Oh, yeah, that would be a great yeah, role, wouldn't it? That would be a great time. Yeah, or the like main bitch you person that Jodie Steele Heather plays. Chandler. Yep. Heather, Heather Chandler. Heather Yeah, Red. Yes. Yeah, Candy Store's a great song. That would be fun. Listen up, bitch! Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> That's you? a good one. Um, I thought you'd rock legally blonde. That is the nicest thing you've said to me all day, and I totally agree. <laughs> I love legally blonde. Oh my god! Oh my god! You guys, oh. you don't have to sing. You don't know you that. You don't know that. Um, I don't know if you know that. <laughs> legally blonde. I would obviously be in six. Oh, and I would be yes. Catherine of Aragon in six. But equally, I don't. I can't choose because I love them all. Okay, should we move on? Yeah. Okay. okay. I've got a question for you then. In that Go case, then. sorry, I'm getting very excited about things. <laughs> um, so uh, one of our lovely listeners, Lara. Hi, Lara. Said. Laura, we know you love Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. but what show or movie would you both like to live in? Please Ooh. don't live in Handmaid's Tale. No, God, no. Although, no! I mean, no, no. It would be cool to like fight the good fight, you know? Oh, yeah, up the pa- up, down the pa- patriarchy. Up the patriarchy. Up, up, the, up the matriarchy. <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, very, very hard. I wanna, Mo- <gasps> Moana, easy. You'd live in Moana. I'd live in Moana. That sounds wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. What's the what's the island called? Maui. Is the is it Ma- is, is, no, is no, that's, that's the, the rock. character name, isn't it? Yeah. You live on Moana Island with all the fishies, magic powers. Oh yeah. Coconuts for boobs. Happy days. Coconuts for boobs. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds great. You'd live on Moana Island. You? I'd love that for you. I would. Oh, Shit. was Creek? No, because I think they'd all wind me up. Do you know oh. what I mean? I love Shit's Creek. Currently we're watching it. Yeah. It, it is joy. But I think if I had to live with Moira, if I had to live with Alexis, <laughs> God, I'd be like, shut the f- I know I'm annoying. I'm just <laughs> literally in my thinking, more annoying than you? <laughs> I think we could all categorically say Alexis and Moira Rose are more annoying. No, I do agree. And you know I'm only like, no, no, I love no, you. No. you know this. I'm going new girl because I want to fall in love with Nick Miller. Okay. And I'm Jessica Day. And I want to be best friends with Winston yeah. and Kat Ferguson. Yeah. Anyone else not know anyone that Lauren's talking about? Be best me. friends with CC. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question from Erin. This is this. Wow. Erin. She says, would you rather fight 10 chicken sized dinosaurs or one dinosaur sized chicken. chicken? Yeah. I understand. I have been asked this question before. Have you? Yeah. Absolutely. Have you? Yeah. It's one of those like, would you rather questions. It's like the standard would you rather questions. Yeah. Oh. I'm going for 10 mm-hmm. because I can kick them. Whereas a di- <laughs> Do you know how big dinosaurs are? Have you been to the Natural History Museum? Obviously not. <laughs> No, ever in your life, anything worse? You would hate it. It's so boring. I, mm, no, yeah, sorry. I would agree. With, ironically, I love history. I don't actually like museums. Um, they are really dull. Unless like, someone's there, like explaining everything to you. Space Museum does that sometimes. Science okay. Museum is very cool. Beats. Anyway, I'm going ten little dinosaurs. You same. Ten I even them. hate the aquarium. Side note. Oh, me, the aquarium's boring. Me, oh, thank God you said that. Me and Matt went, and I was like, "Oh, look a fish." Oh, fish. Look, yeah, woo. One. I don't. I hate. Agreed. Zoos. Agreed. We agree on something. Oh my God. 
zoos are so overrated. Like, do you want to just go and see a bunch of trapped animals in captivity <laughs> and pay for the privilege of their suffering? No, thanks. I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. I like an interactive experience. I did once feed some penguins. Uh, that was really fun. But as, as, as a rule, zoos, I'm not a fan. No, I, I think in like years to come, they're going to be abolished, I reckon. I think so, because even if you think like SeaWorld... Oh, How? yeah, it's gone. Ugh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right, question for you, Laura, from mm-hmm. Cherry. This is such a lovely question. And also, <laughs> when you ask this back to me, then I'm going to have a small panic attack. Um, are you <laughs> doing the job you wanted to do as a kid? Yeah, to be honest with you, yeah, I am. Oh, She's really lovely, so actually. Nice. It makes me feel really happy. I mean, I wanted to be a midwife or... Did you? Yeah, like massively. When I was, so when I was 15, I was desperate to be a midwife. But I also was like, yeah, but I also want to do like something in like plus size fashion and like not like influencing or anything because I never wanted to be that I don't even want to be that now but <laughs> and it wasn't a thing then yeah like I, I really think I'm I'm so lucky I love what I do like genuinely love it that makes me so happy I could cry mm. you're doing what you want to do when you grow up yeah it's nice so, that's yeah, so nice. I feel very lucky I'm very proud of you oh thank I you I am oh, she's and doing you? good things <laughs> no <laughs> what did you want to no. do so when I was younger, not I wanted not 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 it. That not when I say not this, everyone. I don't mean this podcast. Obviously, I freaking love this podcast. Is this is what gets me through the days? When I was little, I wanted to own a sweetie shop. The idea being that I could come down in the middle I of the night you. and eat my own products. <laughs> right? You really thought that through. I did. I was yeah, smart kid. But no, I think my dream would really be something like running a pub or a bar, so I can meet everyone and talk to people and like be like my nan and granddad yeah. at the pub when I was younger and stuff like that. So I just want to do that but I can see doing that I can see me doing that that is also one of my dreams to do that is it should we do that together is it really genuine would love to have run we a pub. talked about this no are you fucking serious no, right no, now I didn't know that you, that's what you want to do like, like genuinely if I could if I didn't have the mortgage mm. now yeah. genuinely if I didn't have the mortgage I would do it this might be watch this space imagine a go love yourself pub everyone oh B&B. So what I really want is like a place where you could come and like you'd have the pubs, but also might be do like a brunch on the weekend so you can get like nice. girly vibes. And yeah, but yeah, then yeah. on Sundays you'd go there for like... For a roast. With, with your nan or like coffee with your nan or like a roast or right. just want it to be everything for everyone. But like I'd be the landlady. Stop it. You want to do that too? Should we do that? We need to have this conversation we offline. Need to, yeah, everyone, sorry, shit. But, uh, but if there's any thought. rich listeners out there, <laughs> what, are, what are they call this face? Fun, funding investors. Investors. Thank you very much. We can tell about the public sector, can't you? Jesus. Um. <laughs> Lauren Andrea wants to know what's your favourite thing that you've ever sewn. Oh, so when I first started sewing, like did a course like ten years ago, I made like these sort of fifties housewife frilly aprons, oh. and I made one for my nan, and I made one for my stepmom, and my nan still has it, oh. and it was like blue white polka dot with like white frills on it, and I think that's probably my favourite thing so that's far. That's cute. What about the dress that um I? Oh no, wait. <laughs> oh no, wait, Laura. You haven't made because it. Uh, do you want me to make you yeah. a dupe of like a five thousand pound dress? Yeah, I do. There is a account. They don't do it in size fat. <laughs> there is an account on Instagram, and it's like, can you just sew this for me? And it's basically a bunch of people <laughs> sharing stories of like when people know that they sew, being like, oh, can you just do this for me? And do you know what? Every time I will mention uh, that, like, you sew, people are like, oh my god, my friend's getting married. Can you make her wedding dress? Are you having me on? Now you know what it feels like to be a baker. Is that what it's can like? Can you just knock up? No, I can't, Sheila, because it costs £25 ingredients and four hours. So now I can't just knock something up. You could, though. If anyone could, you could. But, yeah, no, uh, Sheila and Kevin, I don't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's what it's like. Yeah. If that's, I get that honest, out. Honestly, that's kind of one of the reasons why I stopped doing is it. Is it? Yeah, because every birthday and every family gathering oh, and every time you meet out friends, they'd be like, they genuinely, they go, where's the cake? <gasps> and I, I got too much and I was like, I can't do it. I can't cope. That is very good point. It's very expensive. Yeah. Um, and it's time consuming. Next question is from Cara and she said, do you have any tattoos? And if not, would you ever consider getting any? No, and probably not. Oh. I I think some people look really cool with them. Like Lottie, for example. She got She's tattoos? got some amazing tattoos. Yeah, I've been very privileged to see. Oh. <laughs> I? Um, I don't feel like they would suit me. And I know also know that I am the kind of person that, like... I regret it, I think. Okay. The only thing that I would want to get is like a treble clef, but like, what's the point? Like, I know I love music. I don't need to get it I would get that too. How fucking hello. I would absolutely love them. We're actually Can we be friends again? Can we be friends? (laughs) Can we be best friends? (laughs) Do we just become best friends? I would get a music note as well, but then I think that like insinuates that you can play an instrument. Oh, really? I cannot. (laughs) Like if I've got a treble clef or like, yeah, a music note somewhere. Yeah. I also don't have any. I'm also not pierced anywhere either. If that was the (laughs) truth. Why did I just immediately think of your funny? Because like, Laura, why? you're obsessed with it. Stop it now. <laughs> like I'm not pierced anywhere. I was like, oh, right. Well, okay. obviously I meant ears. Like I had my ears right, pierced. One day we are taking piercing. Lauren to Claire's accessories. She, honestly, she I has am. threatened this before, and I was like, I going. cannot tell you how emphatically I don't. I'm not. You're bold. having it. Tough. But I, but it's I'm, weird. That listen you don't have your to me, pierced. Laura. No means no. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not bothered. No piercings, no tattoos, but I would love to get one. But I'm also with you. I can never make up my mind. Why don't you get a treble clef and then underneath it, it says, P.S. No, I can't play an instrument. P.S. No, I can't play an instrument. Stop asking me to. Stop telling me to bring a recorder everywhere. For God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, Poppy wants to know, are you planning on getting any pets? And are you a dog or a cat person? So I'm a dog person because they're the best things in the world. Agreed. But I don't see me getting one all the time I live solo. Yeah, totally fair. Right. And in a flat as well. And in a flat, it's not fair. I'd love the idea of it. I love like how Buddy gets you out of the house. I mm. need that because if I don't need to go out, I don't go out. I could yeah, not I leave like my that. house for like four days. Yeah. Um. So I'd love it for that. I'd love it to have like a little like beating heart in the flat, but also I can't deal with the commitment. I love being able to just go out for the day, not worry about it, live my best life. Also not deal with dog poop. Fair. Absolutely yeah. fair. I'm assuming you're a dog person. Yeah, I, um, yeah. No, she hates cats, everyone. No, you don't. You can't say. No, we don't. Can't oh, out no. me publicly. No, I know. We don't hate and cats. Then I'm not particularly. F- Listen, right. My dad hates them. My mum's allergic. I was. Ne- it was never in the. It was never going to happen. Never in the cards. Never in the cards. Never in the cards. I grew up with dogs. My friends that have cats love them, and yeah, I do too. I'm happy for them. I never wish any harm to them or anything. I wouldn't want to put they them in are, a zoo. They are cute. <laughs> Or in, the, me? or in the aquarium <laughs> or in the aquarium I just, they're just not for me alright no I am with you as well I wouldn't want a cat I would get a dog out of anything yeah and have a great time would you get any more absolutely dogs? not never no do you Did know you what you want a dog no okay it was Matt it's gone well isn't it it's gone so well <laughs> like one month now of him not eating a thousand pound vet's bills oh it's great get a, a get thousand a dog. pound bet. we're over a thousand pounds in vet's bills yeah buddy is a pampered pooch huh <laughs> Well, not really. He just we just need he was to get unpo- he was poorly. He was poorly. No, I know. But, no, he is pampered. But the thing is, right? He's the love of my life and the bane of my life. Having a dog is a huge commitment, and mm. I do. There are days where I'm like, I regret having him. I wouldn't ever like no, give him up or change anything. But you know that days when you're not feeling well or it's pissing down with rain, you don't want to walk him. Mm. You feel better once you you have done it. Or when he's just been annoying, barking at birds for an hour. That that's fun. 
there are days where it is really trying and also I do feel like my whole day slash life runs around him Mm. might just be because he's a puppy and because I've pampered him too much but um, I feel like people don't really talk about enough puppy blues are a real thing and they are a big commitment and sometimes Mm. you feel a bit like resentful because they do kind of take up your life like I can't just kind of like piss off now and go see friends or I can't just come up to London like today without Mm. putting him in doggy daycare which cost me 40 quid like it's a commitment that is a lot Not as much I, don't, as nursery, I don't think a lot of people realise because it's the kind of romantic bit of like oh we're going to get a dog it's going to be so nice I don't think a lot of people realise how much work it is until you have one Yeah. so even that I'm listening to you being like oh it's so much work but I'm like oh, I reckon I could do it I know full well though in real life I probably couldn't do it it is amazing. Like the love you get back and the like, the loyalty is brilliant. You would I love it. I wouldn't want to do it solo. No, I agree with you. Oh, it's definitely not a puppy anyway. I think Absolutely with a puppy that you need someone else to, to kind of take over and like help with you. And I, I just would not recommend a puppy solo personally. No. And I can't deal with the commitment. That's a lot of commitment for things. Commitment phobe. Commitment phobe over here. Absolutely <laughs> not. If you did get a dog though or a puppy, what breed would you get? Oh my God. I love them all. Like... I love an Alsatian. I love a retriever. I love like the English bulldogs. I love, I love them all. I would like every single one of them. I see you a Dalmatian. Love- I love a Dalmatian. I Were you about to say that? No, no. I could just so see you with a Dalmatian with a pink collar, like pink glittery collar or something. Pedita, yeah, I can see it too. Love that for me. <laughs> <gasps> Fancy pants. I want them all, but I will wait until I'm a proper grown up. Okay, with a country estate. <laughs> I need to marry very La- rich Lady very Lauren. soon yeah Lady Lauren <laughs> Lady Lauren of Windsor that sounds kind I of I see that yeah. for me I see that for you when Harry and Meghan get divorced well I did meet him just before he met yeah, Meghan know. and it was sad times everyone we fell we in know. love and then I did the bend and snap in front of him yeah no, I mean, I'm sure he remembers. It's probably in his second memoir coming out. It, it probably is. After he's <laughs> talked about his penis enough, he's gone. And then on to this time I met this girl in an ambulance station. Yes. <laughs> so this might be my favourite ad read ever because we finally get to sing. Are you ready, Lauren? I'm always ready. Ready? <laughs> Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk about you, you and me. me. You left me hanging. <laughs> I did. Totally left me hanging. But I wanted there. to harmonise and I realised I don't know how to harmonise. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, we're the, we got to sing on Ad Read and that's the best. <laughs> uh, you guys know that we love talking about the spicy side of self-care. Some of us more than others. That's definitely me. And if you want to take your sex life to the next level, you definitely need to check out explorerome.com. So sex can still be seen as a bit of a taboo subject. And I'll be honest and say that even I sometimes feel a little bit awkward talking about it. But that's not good for anyone because sex is great and the stigma around it is not. The stigma also means that innovation in the sex product space can be really slow. But Rome are here to change this. So, for example, Lauren, did you know that you actually need a different lube for the front and for the back? I don't think I did know that. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? But I'd never really thought about it either, to be honest with you. Um, But yeah, Rome has a specific lube for the front uh, or whatever you want to call it. I personally prefer nun or foof. Um, (laughs) And it's designed to be good for down there with a natural pH balance. And then for the backside. And by backside, do you just mean butthole? I do, yes. There's actually no natural lubricant at all, so it needs to be thicker. And that's where Rome's lube is great because it's actually designed to comfort, hydrate and repair. Oh, that's just brilliant. That's fabulous. And also, Laura, can I just say, I'm very proud of you for getting through this ad read where we've talked about butt stuff. Love this. (laughs) Love this for me. Love it. And I'm also proud of Rome for pushing back against the stigma, you know, even in Laura and and, and also some of our listeners as well, I'm sure. So to get 20% off the entire Rome website, head 
to explorerome.com and use code love at the checkout. So that is explore, R-O-A-M, and the code is love, L-O-V-E. Enjoy. I'm laughing because I've skipped ahead and read the next question. Do you want to know what it is? Oh, God. It's because I had a flashback memory. I can't wait for you to ask me this. Oh, but do, what, shall I ask you this one? No, I'll ask you first. Okay, what's the loudest fart you've ever done in public? <gasps> Ew! Ornia wants to know. So, fun fact about me, I'm like 24-7 hilarious and great and fun times, right? I actually hate talking about farts and poo. I why? hate it. I, I, I don't know why. It's really natural. No, I know. And I hate it. I don't have an answer for that question. I've never done a fart in my life. You carry on, Laura. <laughs> okay, I can't remember the loudest one. <laughs> I can't remember the smelliest. <gasps> oh God! Right. Okay. I'm putting all the way in my uncomfortableness, guys. We're talking about smelly farts now. Okay, I'm in the zone. Okay. So I'm in my first job in a publishing company. Right. It's pretty much like a male-dominated industry. And there's this one guy, one of the editors. I'm like a real. I'm a genius, right? <clears throat> and he's like a head honcho editor. Absolute prick. This guy. <laughs> I love where I hope this is going. And we're like standing there, and you know when like your stomach, your stomach starts cramping, and you're like, oh, I was like, I remember going, oh my god, what's that smell? (gasps) (laughs) Smell it, dealt it. He gagged. (gasps) (laughs) What? (laughs) He looked at me and went, that. (laughs) Oh no. Wait. (laughs) He went. <laughs> that, my friend, is art. <laughs> and he walked off. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. I don't. I feel so offended. <laughs> that, my friend is art. So was it just the two of you? So we knew it was you. <laughs> We're in an open plan office. <laughs> She's literally crying, everyone. She's actually legit crying. We're in an open plan office, but like kind of on our own. So I was trying to like make out. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. That, my friend is out and just walked <laughs> off. He gagged. He he really gagged. He went. <laughs> Honestly, I was just mortified. I'm so pleased that you've told uh, very. See now, many I was bits. laughing before I drew that one out. Oh dear. Oh good ass. Oh no, that's fucking hilarious. Well, that's like my new favourite story about you. I think. <laughs> Oh, God, how do we move on from how that? How do we move on from that? Um, I do have another question from Sarah. I don't yes. know if it will live up to it, but come on, Sarah, we, I believe in you. She has asked, Laura, are there any fun things you'd love to do, but your brain has stopped you from doing it so far? That's a good question. Very good question. Um, no, I think I'm pretty good now at kind of doing things I want to do. I think my body sometimes stops me from doing things I want to do. Like in Tenerife, there was that water park. Yeah, there's like a weight oh, limit. Yeah. No, I think generally, like, I, I kind of, yeah, do, if I, if, I, if something I want to do and I can physically do it, I will do it. Oh, my God, I'm so in admiration of you. That's amazing. You? No, there's a bunch I want to do. Like what? I think I'm doing life wrong. Like what? It's two things. I guess it's like, is it regrets of things I haven't done versus, like, things I wouldn't do now? So, like, I would have loved to have moved to New York for, like, a few years and lived that life. Mm. I would have loved to have... There's a bunch of other stuff, but maybe now, yeah, maybe there's something now. If I wanted to do it, I would. There's nothing really stopping me. Sometimes it's my own motivation. It's money. It's other bits like that. But maybe, I don't know. Yeah, actually, now I think about it. If there's something I want to do. So like, 
I wanted to sew. I'm sewing. I wanted to go back to choir. I'm doing that. Yeah. And there are other things that I'm doing I would that say I'm that you're too. really good at doing yeah. things that you want to do, not letting things hold you back. I don't do anything. Well, put it this way. I don't really do anything I don't want to do other than work mm. and clean because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part yeah. of adulting, unfortunately. Yeah, that's part of life and I don't understand who wrote these rules. But... Yeah, okay, that's good. So yeah. I hope that encourages anyone, anyone listening. Yeah, do, the, something you don't do the things. Do, do all the things. Do the things. Sarah wants to know, what's one piece of advice you'd give your younger self? flippity doo da day. I've got... Oh, I'm going to have a think about that answer and I'm going to flip it right back to you, Laura Addington. Nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. So like a true politician, uh, what, yeah, what advice would you give your younger self? It's maybe a bit cheesy, but I would like love to give younger Laura a, a, just a big hug and say like, it'll all be all right. I want to do that Like too, it will know. be all right. Like it's not going to be perfect. It mm. won't be easy and stuff. I'd probably tell her to like not do that fad diet and... Mm-hmm. Um, and to have a bit more confidence and faith in herself because, like, it will come good and you will be loved. Bloody hell, Laura, that's lovely. That was very deep. That was deep. <laughs> For a light-hearted chat. It was, it was deep. And I want to do that too, you know. Yeah. I want to go back and, like, just, like, be your best friend and tell you that don't listen to these f- horrible people or people in your life that are saying these horrible things. That's what I'd like to do. But I'm glad that I found you when I did. Aww. Oh, Stop <laughs> it. So cute. Stop. So cute. So cute. Have you thought of anything yet? I think I would just, I think I'd want to tell myself just to make the most of everything, mm. which sounds really general. But again, I'm a really lazy person and I lack a lot of motivation for a thousand different reasons, right? <laughs> love the honesty. Oh, and I do, <laughs> but I do. And so I would just love to tell myself, just, just stop it and make the most of everything. And I've had, I've, I've had such a fabulous time, but I know that I could have had maybe loads more fabulous times if I just said yes to more and just made more of stuff. Mm. So I'm going to take that advice that I can't give my younger self and I'll try to do that from now. Love that. I love that too. Love that for you. Let's do it. Let's all do that. Okay, I would enjoy that. Right, okay. I've got, no, I've got a question from Olivia. I really love this question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. What is the best thing about being fat? She said, for me, it's annoying loser men. <laughs> I love that too, Olivia. Yeah, do you know what? That's a really good point. Mm. Um, I, we don't often think about... We don't, do like, we? This whole podcast the, is what's shit about being fat, isn't it? But, kind of, yeah. And like yeah. how hard it is and stuff. Yeah, I reckon that's probably a good one, isn't it? Because I think there's a lot of misogyny in like uh, around what women should look like and how they should behave. Mm. When you don't conform to the kind of like ideal beauty standard, yeah. it is a bit of a, an up yours to the patriarchy. And I'm sure it does offend a lot of men who think we should be kind of, you know, at home and... Mm slaves to our husbands and like that and that's fine if obviously if that's your like choice also like yeah there's nothing wrong with that no. if that's what you want to do but like as in when it's kind of forced on you and also it's not so much that it's like not having a voice or yeah mm. looking a certain way behaving in a ladylike manner no, no time thank for it. you no time for it do you think that's yours then up up yeah, the patriarchy so, yeah. down the patriarchy what? why do you keep saying i think i keep needing to say thing like like middle finger up to the patriarchy right. let's just say that. glad we've clarified that De- definitely down to the patriarchy <laughs> um what's the best thing about being fat i think it's honestly the capacity of what i can eat <laughs> because like i can eat a lot more now i'm a bigger person like just by science it, you know it takes me more calories to keep my body going right and mm-hmm. i so i can feel those calories if i wanted to with a donut and it's not really going to have a huge impact anywhere but mostly it is when i see tiktoks from women who are much braver than me calling out the silly horrible people saying horrible stuff about fat people and i feel mm. very empowered when that happens yeah and i get it and i understand it i love that as well and also i think the solidarity when you meet 
women in other bigger bodies as well. I think that's quite cool. Yeah, the shared experience is yeah. always really nice, that sense of community and belonging, because yeah. I think a lot of us didn't really have that growing up. So I think so. That's I really hope nice. that's the thing, because do you know there was this, like, uh, you know when everyone was getting Mini Coopers back in, like, the early 2010s, I don't know, just my friends, but there was this rumour of, like, people would, like, wave to other people in Mini Coopers on the Like, you know, our bus drivers wave to each other. I was poor. I had an old Renault Clio, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have one either. I had a 10-year-old... Uh, Vauxhall Corsa. Oh, Chuck, I miss you so much. Um, <laughs> did you ever meet Chuck? No. Chuck. Oh, he's Charles the First. My Chuck, my car, Charles the First. Anyway, uh, I'm going to move on. Um, Please do. <laughs> yeah, I would like to get to a world in which just fat babes just like wave to each other down the street because we understand. <laughs> like, there was a girl on the train this morning and uh, she was in a bigger body and she was looking fine. And I just want to go up to everyone and be like, Girl, you look great. I I do. If I I ever see someone that looks great, I go out of my way to say that because Mm. if you ever think of like, if someone's ever said that compliment to you, it can often make your day. I'm going to ask the penultimate question to you, Laura, and it is, what would you say to someone who gets body shamed by their mum? Oh, tough one. First Mm. of all, I would say I'm really sorry because that's really hard. Like really, really hard because, you know, your mum's face to have your back and listen mum relationships are really complex mother-daughter relationships mother-daughter are very relationships. very difficult sometimes I think it's it's really challenging I think that there are kind of like steps and processes that you could take obviously I don't really know like any more detail than that mm. so you know you may have said something to her before but my mum's never body shamed me by the way but like I did start to talk to my mum about kind of the way she spoke about diets her body and things like she once said about me losing weight for the wedding and really upset me because I sort of made me feel like I wasn't good enough. So I think vocalising how you feel and like why you feel like that. I also kind of think that a lot of the time it's just got this generational like passed down stuff. So like I'm not saying like she's been really horrible to you. I'm not kind of saying that that's okay. But it may be because of her own kind of like internalised like fat phobia and her own like sort of upbringing and things that she's kind of soaked in over the years of like thinking what body should look like I think setting clear boundaries like is really really important and then if she doesn't respect you and she makes you feel like shit then I think that putting even kind of stricter and firmer boundaries in place she doesn't respect when you say don't talk about my body Mm. or can we not talk about that then I think that you have a right to either distance yourself or remove yourself completely it's but it's really hard it's really hard and i think probably most of us have experienced you know a a comment that hopefully will never be meant with malice i understand sometimes they are Mm. what you said was perfect and the only thing i would say is yeah that what you've said before is that you know we grew up in the noughties and 90s they grew up in the 60s 70s for example when it Mm. was even worse and there wasn't a lovely thing of you know good people on instagram you know, yeah. champion great podcast called Girl and Great Yourself. podcast called Love Yourself with two <laughs> fabulous people. Yeah, so sometimes it's education as well. Yeah. But also yeah. boundaries. Boundaries. You answer that perfectly, babes. Oh, thanks, babes. <laughs> right, last question is for you. Ah, <clears throat> oh, Vicky, I want to know what are your favourite things about each other? Well, that's a cute one. Isn't it? So my favourite thing about you, aside from how unbelievably sassy you get when you're tired, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... <laughs> Oh, there's I. It's too difficult because I, like, I'm not going to look at you when I say it because I feel like I'm like I feel like blow I'm going to smoke up your ass. <laughs> and I don't mean to, and I mean this very genuinely. I think it's two things. It's one is that you are unbelievably kind, like to a fault sometimes, like to your detriment because you put so many people before yourself. 
the best example I've got of this is it was the day of the Bake Off final. It was on telly. Like Laura had gone through a couple of weeks of really shit stuff in the lead up to it. And I can't remember what shit time I was going through at the time, but I was. And she turned up at my door. The, the show started at like half seven. You turned up at my door at 10 past seven with a bunch of flowers for me. And I was like, what is happening? Why are you doing this? You're about to be on national TV in front of millions. And she wasn't thinking of herself. She was thinking of me. I really like that. Um, so you are really unbelievably genuinely kind. And then also the fact that you've turned that opportunity into something that is impacting like thousands of people like you have got hundreds of thousands of people that are following you and I see the messages and I see them to me as well because I'm pretty sure a lot of people who follow me think I'm you because I get called Laura daily I get called Laura all the time hi Laura I can't have my phone yeah okay cool um yeah and you're impacting people's life that's like the best thing ever but it's you're good at it you care about it and you're kind I love you Oh, thank no. you. Oh, <laughs> carry on. Um, I would, yeah, similar actually. To be fair, like your kindness, I think you are like genuinely the the warmest, like most like good person, like with a pure heart and soul, like that I've ever known and will ever know. Thanks. Me and Matt talk about this regularly because he loves you. I'm a bit worried he wants to run off and marry you <laughs> instead because I'm like, all right, yes, okay, now I know. You have like this such this like zest for life, which I just love and I think is like so infectious. And I don't think I don't think you know how special you are, which also like makes you even like more special. Like you have such a good pure heart. Um and I also really love the fact that you always fight for the underdog like always I think that's a really special quality because sometimes like we talk a lot about our experiences of like being in a bigger body because that's our experience but sometimes it's not enough like you should champion other people like, and you do you champion like I remember when like Black Lives Matter all mm. the BLM stuff was like really prevalent in the news you were championing that like and you meant it it wasn't just like tokenistic mm. um and I really love that like that passion in you and like you're just such a good egg like I just <laughs> genuinely think you are like a really beautiful person inside and out thank you <laughs> <laughs> thanks babes I'm really emotional now that was nice that was nice I we don't we, do that often we don't do, we? do that I mean, yeah thank you that honestly means well the bit about championing other people that I can't tell you how much that means to me I think it's so important that we use our platforms and privilege to do all the best things that we can. Yeah, in the job. And you do, and I get to do that in my in my day job as well. I get to do that quite a bit, and I'm t- you know probably annoying everyone else by how much I do it, but I don't care. No, you shouldn't care. Absolutely not. But even like in like this kind of like in the Instagram world, obviously like your followers have really grown, and like and I remember chatting to you about it, and I was saying to you like, oh, start doing ads and stuff because you're putting a lot of effort in, and there has to be a bit of a payback because there's a lot of abuse that comes with being online, and you're mm. like. No, I just want to help people. I don't think I can do it. I just all, all I want to do is help people. And you said that actually, and it was a time in my life where I was feeling like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do this anymore. Mm. And it really put it back into perspective of me about why I do it. So it I did. can't. Yeah, it really did. So I can't thank you enough for that. Oh, but I love that you do that. With, that's what I mean about you have such a pure heart. I do. Like, I love intentions. it. This has been the best thing ever. Like, obviously, look, it was a conversation we had, what, nearly two years ago. Of like, oh, do you fancy doing a podcast? Didn't realise it would become this thing. And it's the best thing ever that we can impact people's lives. And I think that's mm. it's like the best bit of both of us that we do this. Oh! Oh! Be right really back. We're going to go and have a smooch and then we'll be back, everybody. <laughs> Shall we end with, and this is my new favourite thing ever, some Am I the Arsehole? F- yes. 
Yes, I absolutely love them. Okay. Do you know what I love them most? Because I my, my uh, instinct is always, yes, they're assholes. <laughs> if, if I know it's about a man, yes, they're assholes. And then jump I jump in really then, like, like yeah. you jump in with both feet, don't you? I'm I, like, let's take a step back. <laughs> that's it's a sense like, situation. Yeah, let's from both sides. You always say that in all of them. I, was, I think I was talking to one of the girls about it, that this bit, and I was like, it's so funny because I will just be like, yes, they're assholes. I hate everyone. Okay, I'm going to read out the first one and I'm okay. so excited because I think I already know how I well, I know how we're going to feel okay and then I know that I'm not going to change my mind uh, am I the asshole for pointing out my wife's baby weight one two three yes, yes. carry yeah, on F, I am a 32 year old male and have been married to my wife 31 female for nine years we have a seven year old son together and two year old twins she has showed no attempt to lose the weight and no longer goes to the gym she used to always be in the gym four days a week was that before she had three children? Uh, the other night, she was complaining her new jeans no longer fit and I pointed out that she still has her baby weight. She got really upset and said I basically called her unattractive. That is not the case at all. I find my wife beautiful, but she keeps sizing up in her jeans and then acts confused why. We're very open with each other, so I didn't think she'd take it so offensively. I told her I thought she was beautiful and that wasn't supposed to be an insult, just that she hasn't lost it yet. She then got defensive and said she's carried two babies in her body and what did I expect? Yeah. That night, she slept as far to the wall as she could get and had an attitude with me for the rest of the night. Am I the asshole? I don't even think we need to go into it. No, just no. Yes, you're an asshole. Yeah. It's not your body. She's got three children. She's had three children. Shut the fuck up. You should, you should, she, chances are, she's probably quite aware of it. And you don't need to point it out to her and make her feel bad. Because I there... think there were probably negative intentions there as well, let's be honest. Well, there wasn't positive, was it? Cause... No. Oh, do you not realise you're still, you're still carrying the baby weight? The, oh, it's not the Moving baby on. weight. The you're baby weight is the baby. If it's out, it's just your body, right? We can't, I know, me and Laura are angry now. Yes, you're an asshole, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you can go in the bag of dicks. He can't, that's who I'm putting in the bag of dicks today. Okay, I've got one for you. Am I the asshole for telling my husband I'd lose respect for him if he stopped working, even though I could afford it? When we met, we both had crappy jobs and always agreed it would be 50-50 struggling together. As of the last few years, particularly this last year, my career took off and my paycheck skyrocketed and this will be my first year making six figures. You go, girl. Yes, babes. Uh, it's really cool and I've offered to take on a lot more finances, like more of the bills and paying for trips and fun things. But recently my husband made a comment that he soon wouldn't have to work at his job. Our kids are school age. There is no need for a full-time parent. And I never agreed to that. So I very firmly said, um, I never dreamt of financially providing for a grown man. If you stop working, I will lose respect for you. Cool. <laughs> uh, it got very silent. And I asked if he understood and we were on the same page. And he said, yes, I know my husband's dream is to just do his art. And he's always dreamt of a way to make that full time. Telling him to quit work while I pay for everything feels like leeching. At the same time, that doesn't sound very supportive at all of me. Uh I have feelings. It's a difficult one, right? Because like I've always earned more than Matt mm. and I've like always grown up in a, like a household where it's been like the man should provide, right? Mm. So like I have to kind of battle that internal monologue a lot of the time. I'm just going to be really honest. I think she could have said it more tactfully and yeah. had a more of a, a, a kind of like nice discussion about it. But like if Matt said to me, I want to give up work, and there was like, I don't know, I just feel like, like, why? Mm. Like, again, if you had young children, he was doing all the yeah. kind of whatever. She shouldn't have said about leeching because that does feel really insensitive and unfair. Yeah. But just being honest, if that was me in that situation, I think I would probably feel like the same. But then is that just like 
misogyny because a lot of women do expect to just be looked after by a man. Yes, but then... Is that right? But but then you've got the children argument and obviously there if, if you've got children at home and you're looking after those children then you as a family you make that commitment don't you of of of, of your you're giving up work so you can look after your children so you know provide whoever's doing that whatever that way i don't know it's really weird because like if it was the other way round ah uh, do you know That's this is I mean. yeah this is weird and i want to be like champion this girl and be like yes girl get, get your six figures no your man can work for himself we're not paying for like grown men totally but also on the flip side if she wanted to say something like i've got a passion of art and I really want to pursue it. And financially, we're able to survive on one salary for a while. Yeah. Ah, I want to be so girl power, but I'm strugs. It's, it is hard, isn't it? Because also, like you said, it's that I'd actually forgotten about that until you said it. He has got a passion for art and he wants to pursue that. Yeah. It's not like he's saying, oh, I think I just want to like sit on the sofa all Chill day and do while. nothing. Yeah. Um, that would be absolutely get off your ass and no. Yeah. We don't know. What do you think, everyone? Yeah, tell us. DM us. We want to know. <laughs> we want to know. Should we do one more? Let's do one more. Okay, let's go. Am I the arsehole for cancelling my wife's TV subscriptions? I don't know if she's trying to play some sort of Pokemon gotta catch them all, but for TV <laughs> subscription, but my wife has subscribed to over 15 TV services adding to our monthly bills without even letting me know beforehand. I found out while checking my account today. I asked her why she needed all these subscriptions and she said that it's nice to have more variety. I, I get that. Um, <laughs> I, get that. <laughs> I was really upset she decided to go behind my back and purchase all these things. All right, mate. I cancelled the subscriptions and I told her she can watch free stuff instead. <clears throat> oh, God. What? Does it get worse? And learn to ask me next time before spending my money. She threw a tantrum and called me a jerk. Am I the asshole? So additional details he has provided because I'm sure a bunch of people have gone on. Yeah. Wife does no housework. We have a maid. Wife decided to quit her job despite my wishes two months into marriage. We have no children. Divorce is not feasible in our cultural environment. I love that someone's suggested divorce then because he's answering that. My money is singularly in my account, not joint. She looked through my work bag for my credit card to get the subscriptions without my knowledge. This is a mess. I don't think she should have done that without asking. Like, not when you're in a partnership. Sorry, okay, yeah, that sounds really patronising. Oh, no, it, no, it doesn't. Like but that. you're so right. It's not about asking. It's about running it past the okay, other person, fine. right? So, like, I would never ask. Matt, but please, I've I am my own money, bitch. Right? I don't do. like. But if I was going to put something on the joint account, mm. no, I would just buy it. But <laughs> no, if it was like a big thing. Like I would, I would say like, oh, by the way, I've done it. This, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not. I mean, I'm not asking permission. But yeah. if it was his money, then I, yeah, like I wouldn't spend it. I mean, they're married, so it's different. Mm. I think he's a bit power crazy. I think he's a bit power crazy. The, the, mm. the language he uses is very not my favorite. Agreed. But we also don't know the financial situation, right? Stop so, being so reasonable. I'm, I've got <laughs> splinters in my ass from being on the fence. All right, I am Switzerland, <laughs> but they could also be in like financial trouble. Right. Yeah, so like okay. if like say like that, you know, a few years ago, we were str- not struggling, but, you know, we were just kind of like just paying the bills and getting by. If Matt all of a sudden like s- s- run up all these subscriptions and like you're probably like, that's at least 100 quid a month. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. That's OK. That's true. And uh, to do be fair, I mean? we don't need 15. I do have like no, five. A lot. And a five is a lot. You can 
pounce off my um, Disney Plus and everything else, by the way. Oh, fabulous. Do that. Yeah, but, yeah, but excuse me. Hold on a minute. I am... The, my, all my family and friends are the parasites. I'm the person that pays for it. My mum, my dad, my sister, my friends, they all use my stuff. I'm the one that pays. That's not Parasites good. the lot of you. You should You're not listening do to that. You should, you should share it out. It should be even. Yeah, no, I know, you but can I totally can't. totally off my Disney Plus. I don't mind. Love that for me. So basically, <laughs> we're not quite sure. No. It's just nuance, isn't it? It's, yes. That sounds like a marriage question that I can't answer. Yeah. She should have run it past him, though. But also, this man needs to stop being so Agreed. controlling, I think. See, it's nice to have balance, isn't it? It is. It hurts me. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I have an issue with men, everyone. Sorry about that. <laughs> there are reasons. Uh, cool. I love them. They're fun. They're so much fun. We need to do more of those. They're fun, because we feel like we can judge, but then we judge and then we get to the place where we accept... Yeah. And we're nice. If you have any Am I the Arsehole questions of your own... Oh, please send them to us. Send them to us because we'd love to hear them. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for listening. We've been Laura and Lauren on Fire Four, of Our Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Literally have loved doing this. It's been nice to do in person. I think hopefully you'll get the vibes of we're, we're tired, we're a bit cranky today, but I think we've given the excitement and the vibes yeah. today. I hope so. I really enjoyed Hope you still like us. <laughs> please listen If you don't, week. we won't see you next week. If you do, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Before we close the show completely, so if you do ever want to get in touch with us, you can email us at golove at crowdnetwork.co.uk and you can find us on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, why are you not following us on Instagram? At Go Love Yourself Pod, or you can find the Facebook group by searching Go Love Yourself Community. We'll be back with a brand new episode next week, of course. And if you want to support the show by subscribing on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, we'll love you forever. You can then get ad-free and early episodes for just £1 a week, or you can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that we haven't annoyed you too much. Uh, Mainly Lauren, and we'll, st- <laughs> we'll see you next week. I think I just sounded like a seagull. <laughs> play, that, play that last <laughs> boom back when you listen. <laughs> 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 that was brilliant. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. <laughs> 